0: I'm George Faust,
1: and I'm Madeline Adams, and this is inside Cajun Nation.
0: KLFY presents inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley Debozier, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. They they beat this lot more than we beat them. That's for sure. So I don't know if that monkey's quite off our back. It might be hanging on to one of our legs, but um, you know, in general, you know, they're a tough match. Man, whoa, did you see that? There's a, a monkey on my <laughs> back. Coach Billy back. Napier there <laughs> talking about the upcoming matchup with Appalachian State. It's a big game for UL, on and off the field. We'll explain as the show rolls on. Hi, hello, and welcome everyone to this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust. And
1: I'm Madeline Adams. We have a jam-packed show for you tonight. A lot of football talk as the Cajuns play the Mountaineers on Tuesday. We'll look ahead to that contest with a conversation. With Vice President of Intercollegiate Athletics, Dr. Brian Maggard. That is later in the show.
0: Yeah, that was a fun interview. I had a chance to chat with him uh, about getting to the game. People need to get there. Plus, Bob Marlin, Gary Broadhead, as they get ready for the upcoming season in basketball. But first we start with what's turning out to be a very interesting week with a Tuesday football game for the Raging Cajuns. This next matchup for the Cajuns, well, maybe the most important of the year to date. App State Tuesday night national TV prime time. This game could decide home field for the Sunbelt championship and for the players and coaches. The week shapes up differently due to the Tuesday game day.
1: Now head coach Billy Napier tries to keep the team on as a normal schedule of a schedule as possible, but all feel confident the adjustments will be made to stay on course for a win come Tuesday night.
0: You know, it's Monday in my mind right now. I don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you what day it is, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I mean, heck, we, we've um, mapped out our work. Um, you know, we try to work one day at a time, very specific about what we're trying to get done each day from an objective standpoint, kind of working our way through our punch list, get the staff ready, the players ready. It's a, it's a challenge, and we pride ourselves on uh, taking adversity and running with it. But uh, we know our coach is going to have a plan for us. Our shrimp coach is going to have a plan for us. And we just got to go out and execute whatever plan they have on that day.
1: This Tuesday night game, a very tough match against App State at Cajun Field, Louisiana, getting the program's first ever win over the Mountaineers on the road last year with a 24-21 victory in Boone, North Carolina.
0: That's right. The two teams have been at the top of the conference for the last few years, now playing in the championship game 2018 and 2019, both App State wins.
1: Overall, the Cajuns sit at one and eight against the Mountaineers, and UL is looking to get their second straight win against their very well-respected rival.
0: When I came into school, they were always like the top dogs. They they ran the they ran the Sun Belt, and we never could get over that threshold of beating those guys. With of course, Nap- Napier came into the program, so last year beating them it was like, yeah, like you said, get a monkey off your back, but. Still, they're the standard. We were like one and eight against them, one and nine, in all the years we played them. So we got a lot of catching up to do before we can say anything about trying to overtop them, see what, and try and get what they're at as a program. All right, so looking forward to that game Tuesday night, more on that later in the show. But next, we're going to hit the hardwood, a little basketball, Jones.
1: That's right, both UL men and women's basketball started practice two weeks ago. And we'll hear from the head coaches on the start of practice next on Inside Cajun Nation. Stay with us.
2: This portion of Cajun
3: Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
0: Welcome back to the show, everybody. George Faust, Madeline Adams over there. You know the drill, right? Hey, let's talk some hoops now, Madeline. Uh, One of your favorite sports. Yep. Is it?
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, good.
0: Well, the Raging Cajuns (laughs) have a high level of expectation. For the 2021-2022 squad with a number of transfers like former LCA night great Greg Williams Jr. Who can, comes to UL via St. John's among other transfers as well.
1: Yeah, Louisiana and Coach Bob Marlin believe this team has a special vibe and Marlin sees something special in this group because of the way they came together during the offseason.
0: I've been doing this a long time and I know when a team uh, has it and I believe we have it. They, they do a great job. On and off the court they're close they work together they they coach each other uh, when they're not playing and um, i just think that communication is going to be critical for us they really care about each other and that's what team sports are all about
1: meanwhile gary broadheads got one of the best raging cajun women's basketball teams in recent memory this team has a Sun Belt regular season title under their belt and with nine freshmen you might think it would be tough to defend the championship,
0: but what coach Broadhead is excited about is the return of two key starters. Ty Doucette and Brandy Williams. Uh, having Ty not coming back as and with Brandy Williams, we felt that we would have some leadership and then uh, adding a couple of transfers. Uh, it's it looks like it's it's going to kind of come together. It's just gonna take a little time to build some chemistry, but uh, I like the direction that we're going and I like where we're at at this time. All right, so Coach Gary Broadhead excited about the season. Obviously basketball just right around the corner. I think uh, later this month it'll get started up and uh, we'll have uh, uh, that to that to cover as well.
1: Yeah, football seasons flying by uh, and we have a lot to look forward to when you talk about basketball season. Obviously the women's team wanting to defend that regular season Sunbelt title. Hopefully the men's team can stay healthy again this year and. Uh, Vi for one of those as well. So, a lot to look forward to on the basketball court. Still a lot to look forward to in football season. All of UL's football goals ahead of them still this year in a a big matchup against App State, like I mentioned earlier. The
0: impressive, the the tough thing for, like, if you look at the schedule, so you got uh, the Cajuns playing App State, then App State's schedule, they go from the Cajuns to Coastal next. Wow. that next, the next two, two weeks, week stretch, yeah. yeah, we'll have, we'll have a lot of say about where we're playing a Sunbelt championship uh, with regards to the Sunbelt conference, because uh, obviously if the Cajuns can win that, App State can be coastal. The Cajuns will be hosting uh, the Sunbelt championship should they, you know, win the win out.
1: That's why they call it the fun belt. Am <laughs> I right? You know, Is that, is
0: that why? <laughs> I just thought because you <laughs> kind of, replace the S with an F, and oh. <laughs>
1: hey, it all works out. But yes, I mean, you know, App State definitely a tough two weeks for them. We'll kind of see what the Sun Belt, Obviously, these are when you talk about yeah. Louisiana, App State, and Coastal; those are the top three teams in the Sun Belt. So sure. seeing them compete against each other is going to say a lot about this conference and gonna where gonna they are. Coastal got
0: to win this week against
1: uh, um, Arkansas State,
0: Arkansas State, yeah. at fifty-two to twenty. Yeah. yeah. So they they continue to be one of the top teams. Of the group of five yeah. that in the country as a ranked 15th and I, in the country. Yeah,
1: I believe they were the first team to reach six and 0 on the first team in the in the country to the reach six and 0. Yeah. yeah. So. so uh,
0: yeah. Well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. It's, uh, Tuesday night. Look, get out there. I know it's a Tuesday, but it, it, Coach Maggard will, uh, Dr. Maggard will talk about this a little later on. How you know it makes a statement either way. Yeah. If you if you don't show up to the game on Tuesday night. That's a statement. If you do, it's another statement. So one is better than the other. And uh, hopefully uh, you, you can clear your schedule for Tuesday night. Yeah. At least for the first half, get out there and you hey. know enjoy the game and let the cameras see a full stadium for the That's first it. half. That's it.
1: And App State and <laughs> Louisiana always bring a very fun and competitive game too. It's on national TV, ESPN2, I believe, and primetime. So uh, be a very good game to go out and go to witness in person as well. So
0: There you go. All right, we'll be back. Don't go away. Much more coming. Right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. George Faust alongside two special guests for this week's segment here on Inside Cajun Nation. Jake Longnecker and Dr. Brian Maggard. Both of you guys, thanks so much for some time. We've got a big football game coming up on Tuesday that uh, we need fans to get out to. It's important for the uh, university. It's important for the community. And Jake, you you are kind of heading that, that effort, right? I mean, you have uh, ways for people to get tickets at pretty uh, uh, inexpensive uh, rates.
2: Yeah, George, we're really excited for a big Tuesday night at Cajun Field. Um, we've made it as simple as possible for people to get their tickets. Single game tickets are going to be $31 each. We've also got a couple different ways that people can get discounted or free tickets even. Uh, for example, it's our Youth League Appreciation Day. So youth leagues, any you know local football team in the area, if you're 12 or younger, your kid can wear their youth league jersey to the game and they'll get free admission parents can purchase tickets next to them that at that 31 dollars single game rate this is also going to be our rally program appreciation day so not only are we you know engaging with our local youth community but also some of the businesses that support us as well we're rewarding them to our tuesday's game by uh, getting them their four free tickets so going out and doing that as well. And then obviously the best deal in Cajun tickets is the McDonald's four pack. It gets you those.
0: I know a thing or two about that. Yes. Let me tell you why. We used to shoot a commercial mm-hmm. with the head coach for the longest time. So it was always always a, a treat for me to get to yeah. shoot a commercial. Did, not something you do regularly as a sports guy. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> uh,
2: those tickets are four for $50. And then that actually gets you a coupon for uh, four free medium combo meals. So a really good deal. Obviously, you know, the best deal in, and Acadiana for Tuesday night. So uh,
0: absolutely. To- and and it, it is a Tuesday night, so it's a little difficult to kind of get people to kind of get out of their normal routine. Uh, by doing things like this, obviously you're hoping to draw them out, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We understand the challenges of a Tuesday night game, but we're you know, focusing on getting Cajun Nation out as early as possible. So a couple different things. We'll have Dustin Sonier as our Under the Oaks concert presented by First Horizon Bank. That will start at 4 p.m. Stay over in that baseball area because we've got Cajun Walk coming through at 4.15. And then the President's pep Rally at Russo Park with the Pride of Acadiana it will be at 5.30 p.m.
0: Man, you're on top of it, Jake. Thank
2: you. <laughs> Dr. Brian Maggard,
0: he's on top of things as well. <laughs> Dr. Maggard, uh, the Cajuns play a few of these games uh, this year uh, where it's kind of midweek. I actually like them. I know. I know it's hard to draw people to it, but uh, what goes into thinking the thinking of getting a midweek game and uh, the sure. exposure? It's it, it's it does it is it worth the, the headache? I guess a little bit. Well, uh,
3: I would tell you, with our ESPN partner, you know, that, that exposure is priceless, mm-hmm. right? And, and and our television partner is the one who dictates the schedule, so we don't sit down with them and pick and choose by any <laughs> means. But you know, I think uh, we've established ourselves as one of the marquee. Teams in the Sun Belt Conference, ESPN knows that, and so I think they were very quick to grab the App State versus Louisiana football game, you know, for a a weeknight game.
0: It has a lot of potential uh, with regards to the meaning of the rest of the season. Uh, It's an exciting game. It's one of these games where you know you want people to be there, so that not only does does the game have a great atmosphere, but it showcases what this. City has what this university has, right? I mean, that's the whole point of getting people into the stands. Well, absolutely. You know, the exposure, like we said, is invaluable, right? Mm -hmm. But the more
3: we can expose our football program, that elevates the profile of the entire university. And so when you play a a weeknight game like we're going to on Tuesday night, you know, it's imperative that we show a full stadium. You know, I know uh, App State played, I believe, Marshall on a Thursday night a while back, and I think they had upwards of 25,000 people hmm. there, right? We need that type of showing, if not more, uh, this coming Tuesday. This is a huge game, right? They're all big, I get all it. Right, right. If you ask the coach, you know, he'll, <laughs> he'll say every game's important, but this one here, you know, could have uh, conference championship, home field um, implications, implications. Yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, you on. know, and so uh, obviously uh, we just need to win this game, but having that home field advantage will help our team immensely. You know, we, we need
0: people to show up, show out, be loud, uh, and wear like, your red, and, and let's get after it. And look, we we know that the crowd can come out because that first home game, I, I was uh, mm-hmm. completely and thoroughly impressed with the with the uh, with the turnout. The student section was ginormous. I mean, it was it was it was a great atmosphere for a college football game, and I've seen a ton of them uh, in, in my twenty-some odd year career. So right. uh, th- it was a lot of fun. The excitement level when the band is playing. I mean, the band is always good, right? Yeah. But when you have that compounded with the crowd noise, man, you get, you get the goosebumps going and that, that's, that's
2: that's something else we love the student body showing up and you know force that september 11th game that was amazing and you know we're focusing on getting them back for tuesday night game we have the scared money don't make money t-shirt oh nice so we partnered (laughs) with politics and walk-ons we're going to have 2,000 t t-shirts free for students so show up early um get your uh, scared money don't make money t-shirt i'm sure everyone's seen that video from after the ohio game so We're hoping it's another great student crowd for us.
0: Well, good stuff. Uh, look, we're, we're, not, we're not done with coach Mag, uh, Dr. Maggert. I guess you could be a coach <laughs> or something. I've, I've been called worse, <laughs> so it's all good. <laughs> Dr. Maggert will we'll stick with us. Uh, Jake, thanks for the time, man. You, man. We appreciate you. And uh, you know your stuff, man. You're on top of it. Trying to. All right, man. right. We'll be back right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. More with Dr. Maggert when we return. Alright welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation our final segment of the night and uh, we are honored and pleased to have the athletics director Dr. Brian Maggard for the University of Louisiana and Dr. Maggard uh, I guess you have that it's a new title right they change all the titles like you're what, what vice is it? president for intercollegiate athletics Th- but there it is, athletics president- director is fine. Okay all right I, I, I am I supposed are we supposed to call you that now is that <laughs> you can call me what you want to, George. I'm good. I'll answer to either. <laughs> You'll answer to coach. That's uh, right. Whatever they, you they, want to call me. Uh, well, Dr. Maggert, thanks so much for the time. Again, uh, really do appreciate it. And earlier uh, this week, you had the opportunity to uh, tell us about a donation that you guys received from Iberia Bank and uh, uh, First Horizon. Is that That's correct? Right. And, right. and a $2 million donation. Uh, tell us what that, what that entailed and, and sure. why, uh, why it's important right. for the university. Well, first of all, a very, very generous gift from
3: New Iberia Bank, uh, now soon to be First Horizon. And uh, you know, this was a, a, a negotiation that uh, was, has been several months along, to be honest with you. We started, I think, back in the, uh, the summer, you know, really talking about this and just take some time to work through everything. But very appreciative of uh, First Horizon, New Iberia Bank, uh, for this gift. You know, at $2 million, this is a type of gift that, that moves you along very, very well. And, you know, with that will come the naming of the West Concourse, the new West Concourse of the Cajun Field, as well as our administrative office space. Very, very grateful for horizon new Iberia Bank.
0: And I I know the the sketches were out at the uh, press conference the other day. Uh, Is that pretty much what it's going to look like or we don't know exactly? We don't really know. You know, those are conceptual. Yeah, okay.
3: I think anytime you have a capital project of this magnitude, you have to start with some conceptual renderings to allow your your, uh, investors and and prospective donors to kind of have a vision of what we're going for. But uh, it'll be something that's gonna be extremely nice, uh, long overdue, you know, that that stadium is 50 years old and, and that West Tower really hasn't been touched, you know, since its inception. So very excited about the opportunity, but again, very, very appreciative of horizon. Now, back.
0: there's a few things to hit on here uh, with regards to uh, first off seating wise. Is it expand it? Does it contract it? Is it about the same? Yeah, I think it's going to be about the same. We may
3: realize a little attrition in seating. Uh, that's just to be determined yet, but it's certainly not going to expand. Alright, we won't go over 40,000, but if it were to drop a little bit, it wouldn't be much, but it is possible that we might up a little bit of
0: shit sure. sure and, and so uh, obviously dates are always important right. with regards to this and you set out a timeline I, I'm assuming uh, what is there is there some timelines uh, some points that you are like we should look at and go hey here, if we're not doing this by then, we might be a little behind. What are the timelines? Yeah, lines? you
3: know, everything right now is estimated, but you do, to your point, George, you have to have a timeline. You have to have a goal in place. And certainly we are in the process of still raising more capital gifts, you know, for this project and we'll very soon start selling the premium products, our suites, our club seats, our loge boxes and things like that. And then, uh, you know, we, we, we're already in the what's called the schematic design phase. So we are working on, on that uh, piece of it. Perfect world. Uh, with an estimation here, um, you notice
0: I qualify that. <laughs> I know. It. A, but um, you know, I remember we, you if, told me if, that the other day if, too. If, Estimated, George. Right. estimate. If <laughs> we
3: could uh, complete the entire design phase by say uh, late spring, early summer mm-hmm. of next year, and then start turning dirt, you know, soon thereafter, uh, the, the preferred goal, right, something we're going to work very hard to try to achieve, is a completion date for the 2023 football
0: season. Nice. That 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 would all be all cool. estimated. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I'm curious about, and I noticed that uh, you know they put some overhangs over the uh, the east side of the stadium where the where the concessions are. Yes. And so mm-hmm. so to keep people out the heat, whatever, rain, whatever. Right. Uh, and then they put up the the. Hall of Fame guys, the guys right. with the retired jerseys. Is there is there a plan for that? I, I'm always curious about that because I think that's kind of cool and how you honor your your, your history and right, your legacy. Right,
3: you know, we were fortunate to, to get some, actually some insurance um, repair from uh, the hurricane sure. that preceded Ida, I believe it was. And uh, so our campus facilities crew did a great job of designing that overhang for us, creating that shaded space, if you will, really kind of covering up that that uh, east side building and and our goal was to turn the east side into something that looks just like the south end zone, red brick, gray metal paneling. You'll see that theme uh, throughout our stadium moving forward. Uh, Where you do see the retired jerseys on the bookends, you know, of that fascia, right? Uh, In the middle of that, we will be looking to add a ribbon board. And so if you're sitting on the west side anywhere, uh, you'll look right across and you'll have a nice ribbon board that will be able to project scores, different graphics, oh, nice. ads, sponsors, all that good stuff. Yeah. So we're very excited to get that going. Probably at this point in time, the reality is that'll be for the 2022 season.
0: Now uh, reading the list of things that are going to occur, I mean, one of the cool things I and I and I've been Thinking about it for years, because just because I've been here so long, uh, is the is the video board uh, now? How is that going to? What is the design or the expectation for that? Are they going to be on both sides, or how's that going to work? No,
3: so you know, in this in our new renovation plans, you know, we do have plans for a, a new video board in that north end zone where the existing one is, but we're looking to double that in size. So okay. that one's a 50 foot long video board. We're looking to to acquire a 100 foot long video board and if you saw or went to the South Alabama game it's going to be one that looks very much like the very impressive ribbon board
0: at the South Al Stadium gotcha okay I was just curious I I always think that's cool uh, how how people because people always look up to watch the replay or whatever it is uh very cool um Couple of other things, uh, it, so the the suites and all that stuff. That's mm-hmm. going to be top notch, obviously, yeah. right? So I you mean,
3: know, we we are absent premium a premium experience for our fans in our current stadium, and so the new West Tower will certainly have a, a suite level. It'll have a club level. Obviously, the operations level, you know, where coaches, television, radio, media, things like that will be. Um, and then on the outside of the upper deck, we'll have club seats, loge boxes, what we're calling ledge seats. And so we'll be able to provide a lot of different premium products um, at different price points you know, for people to slowly move into and then get that experience. But we know this, our biggest competitor is a 72-inch flat screen television at home, right? <laughs> That's right? We've got to give people a reason to want to leave the comforts of their home and and come out to our venue. And in today's day and age, I think in college sports, you have to provide people an experience at the venue that they can't get at home. And so we just know that the communal... And social nature, you know, of our culture here. Uh, if we can establish and, and provide people a really good experience in that space, we think they're going to come out and grow.
0: For Inside Cajun Nation, thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.